Hello everybody and welcome back to I Hate the IWC, a pro wrestling solo podcast where we talk about some of the hottest topics, debates, news, arguments, anything interesting that's going on in the world of professional wrestling right now. And today we're talking about one of the most exciting returns we've had in a very, very long time. That's right, Bray Wyatt has come back to WWE and to wrestling. We didn't know when we'd see him back, if we'd see him back, but Triple H has made it one of his first missions to get one of the fans' favourites, Bray Wyatt, back in the WWE. He returned at Extreme Rules. He also appeared on Friday Night Smackdown last night as I'm recording this. And I'm going to give a little bit of a reaction to his debut and his first Smackdown appearance. Literally just a couple of minutes, just go over it quickly. I assume most people have seen it, but just in case you haven't. But then the main purpose of this show... I'm going to talk about a couple of things you need to do with Bray Wyatt, a couple of things you definitely shouldn't do, you know, mistakes that need to be learned and and not made again from last time because there were some bad mistakes made with Bray Wyatt's character towards the end of his last WWE run, and a couple of maybes, things that you could do, things that maybe I'm not sure if they'd work yet or not, but we'll have a little bit of a discussion, you can tell me what you think. So without further ado, as always, please do download the podcast Listen to episodes all the way through, it really does help. Leave us five-star ratings and reviews. Follow the socials in the description of the podcast, it's all really, really helpful. But let's get into this episode and talk about Bray Wyatt. So obviously before we talk about the do's and don'ts with Bray Wyatt, we've got to talk about what's happened so far. Um, Obviously I said I was going to quickly go through Extreme Rules and SmackDown. Basically at Extreme Rules, we got this crazy sort of tease at the end of the show after the Rollins and Riddle fight pit and it was sort of like the lights went out and we started firing towards all the different Firefly Funhouse like creatures and, and people like Huskus and um, Rambling Rabbit all in like human life-sized form obviously being played by like human characters but not puppets anymore and then we finally saw The Fiend and I think everybody thought that was Bray it wasn't the lights went out again we got this door at the like, like at the ramp that sort of had this light coming out of it the door flung open a lantern came out and everyone exploded then a man came out in a mask took the mask off it was Bray Wyatt show ended that has done absolutely no justice whatsoever to how good it was I'm just sort of trying to set the scene so that when I talk about stuff I want to see and don't want to see you, you know what's happened already but please do go and watch it it'll be on YouTube it'll only be a few minutes or if you've got the network go and pull it up it was only a couple of minutes but it was very, very cool. I mean, the crowd were, uh, you know, the crowd were a bit mixed probably over the whole show, uh, Extreme Rules, like they were a little bit up and down, but they went absolutely mental for Bray, which he deserved because we all love Bray Wyatt. And then SmackDown last night, SmackDown, um, first of all, strike one Triple H, the first thing you've done to upset me. So I sat down to watch SmackDown, it was one in the morning here, and a screen comes up that says Bray Wyatt appearing on SmackDown up next. Bray Wyatt didn't appear next, he appeared to end the show at about three o'clock in the morning. Now I'm, I'm going to assume it was just a mistake and it probably wasn't even Triple H, it was just somebody backstage had a bit of a blunder, but please don't do that because that's the sort of reason that we didn't like Vince, because he used to lie to us and waste our time. Please just tell me because I probably wouldn't have stayed up to watch SmackDown live if I'd known that Bray was going to come at the very end, I'd have watched it the next morning. But it's one of those things. Just please, Triple H, don't do it again. Um, anyway, yeah, I'm just going to assume it was a little mistake. But Bray came out at the end of the show. He 
came through the door again. No mask this time. It was just Bray, and he was in like a just a black t-shirt and trousers, just like a very ordinary outfit. Um, he's got a new theme as well. I'm really sorry. I don't know what song it is. I presume it was a real song. It sounded like it's it's a song. It wasn't made for Bray, but it was really really cool. Please don't kill me, music lovers. I'm not very good on that sort of thing. But he walked down to the ring, the slow Bray Wyatt walk. We all know it, and everyone had their phones or torches on. And, oh, I'm so happy he's back. He's, he's awesome. Um, and he gets in the ring, and he cuts a babyface promo. And it's the most real Bray Wyatt we've probably seen. It sounded like it was just him. It wasn't him playing, like, a, a spooky character. You know, he was sort of just saying how thankful he was to the WWE Universe for sticking by him in such a hard time when he left and you know he was happy to be back the sort of promo you expect like anyone to cut is similar to what cm punk cut when he you know came back thank you everyone for sticking by me i'm back yay but you just didn't expect it from bray i think everyone sort of expected this first appearance it'd just be a teaser and we got the tease but we got a little bit more with this promo anyway suddenly up on the screen, this guy, this mask, this this mask. I think it was the same mask we saw Bray wearing at Extreme Rules, but this this mask sort of shows up, and a whole load of stuff happens. You know, as they normally do with the Bray Wyatt stuff, like images are flashing and a noise is coming, and I, I can't even remember. Do you know what? I'm going to quickly watch back and see exactly what he said now because he said something. One second. Okay, I've gone back and watched it on YouTube, and I think I've managed to get down most of what he said. Uh, that's the pain of recording a podcast on your own, unfortunately. You have to try and remember everything for yourself without anybody else to just chip in with a couple of, of notes here and there. So, uh, sorry about that, but I think I've got it down. So, the guy comes on and he says, Come with me, your life is done. Forget the future, forget the past. Life is over. Then he says something else that I just can't make out whatsoever. And then his last line is, you've got no idea who you're dealing with. Oh, but you will. Now, people are speculating as to what this is. I think it's a Bray Wyatt alter ego. I think we're going to see a face Bray Wyatt and this evil Bray Wyatt that is trying to overcome him. Similar to when we had Funhouse Bray and The Fiend. Um, but this will allow us to see a little bit more of Bray Wyatt in person rather than everything happening on the screen like pre-recorded. A lot of people are also thinking it's somebody else. I've seen a few people thinking maybe it's Bo Dallas is back. Obviously, um, the brother of Bray Wyatt in real life. I'm not too sure. This is the amazing thing about Bray Wyatt, though. There will be so many little details in that. Go back, go and watch that if you haven't already. Watch his Extreme Rules debut and watch his Friday Night Smackdown debut from last night. Between them, they're less than 10 minutes long. Um, and it is, you know, there will be so many little snippets. I'm going to go and watch some YouTube videos. There'll be YouTubers who do, like, breakdown videos because there are so many details in there and there are so many different ways you can go. It's fascinating. I think it's a Bray Wyatt alter ego, but that is purely speculation. There's no way we could know at this point. I think the biggest clue so far for me is that he wore the mask himself, and I think it's the same mask. They look very similar. And the fact that he wore the mask in the Extreme Rules debut makes me think it is a version of himself. But we'll have to wait and see. Anyway, I wrote a couple of these do's and don'ts and maybes down for what to do with Bray Wyatt before that. And not a lot has changed thanks to that SmackDown one because that's one thing with Bray Wyatt. You get little bits at a time. You never get something in one go that just changes everything. 
So most of the things that I'm going to talk about have stayed the same, but obviously I've made sure that they all fit even after what we've seen so far. So without further ado, that's a little recap. Please do go and watch it yourself though, or if you want to hear like more information, go and check out like the, the Wrestle Talk guys who do their podcast and break down shows individually. I've always thought about doing that, but obviously that's not what this show is. We just talk about actual topics and stuff rather than breaking down the shows. But that's a little mini recap. Without further ado, let's start and let's talk about, well, I think we all know where we're going with this, things you shouldn't do with Bray Wyatt. So the first thing that I think we can all agree on that we don't want to see, don't put a title, any title, a world title, a tag title, I don't care, do not put a title on Bray Wyatt. It does not work. It doesn't fit his character. Bray always is fighting some sort of demon, or he's fighting, you know, trying to make up for past mistakes, trying to destroy people who ruined his past, you know, like when he had feuds with John Cena and and all of that stuff when he was the Fiend. Bray's character doesn't fight for titles. Bray's character does other stuff. So just don't do it again. I can't stress this enough, and I feel like I don't even need to really explain it. I just have to say, Goldberg versus The Fiend. We all remember what happened. You know, The Fiend was the most over-character in WWE. And Bray Wyatt coming back, I think, is immediately one of the most over-characters in the company. I'd say I'd say he's one of the top three biggest stars. I think Roman, Cody, and Bray are the people I'm most excited about in WWE right now, or the people I like the most, um, who feel like the biggest stars, who get the biggest reactions. And it's very easy to hear popularity and think, okay, we need to put our world title on them. That's the old school wrestling idea, you know, from back in, way back in the day. Your biggest star holds the title and they lose it to the biggest heel star. And then the biggest baby face wins it back and all of that. Bray doesn't need the title. We ruined his character last time. I know a lot of people think that the Seth Rollins versus The Fiend Hell in a Cell match was the worst match. I don't think that ruined The Fiend. Because technically The Fiend didn't lose. We just had a stupid referee call. I think Goldberg beating The Fiend ruined The Fiend. Because The Fiend was supposed to be unbeatable. And one old man with a terrible looking jackhammer managed to beat him and put him away in Saudi Arabia. And it sucked. But that's the problem you get when you put a title on somebody. When you put a title on someone, they have to lose. What The Fiend should have been was this unbeatable guy who could have never lost. He could have gone years, never lost, and then when he eventually lost, you'd have an absolute megastar. Like what we're seeing with Roman now. Roman hasn't lost for well over two years. Whoever beats him is going to feel like a star. That's where we should have gone with The Fiend. And we gave the win to Goldberg because we had to, because they didn't want The Fiend to have the belt going into WrestleMania. Just keep Bray away from it. You've got enough stars to fight for titles. Roman has obviously got the belt now. You can have your Royal Rumble winner fight Roman because he has to because we've only got one belt. You've got the Money in the Bank briefcase. We don't really want Theory to cash it in, but we've only got a few more months to go until we get into, you know, next year's Money in the Bank sort of territory and we can think about, you know, the next person who's going to win it and maybe cash it in. Don't put Bray in the title picture. That's all I'm going to say, and I, I feel like we can all agree on that one. Doesn't work. I want to see him be creative and plus with wrestling, like it's so typical. You have, you know, you have all your people in your company, and the idea is fight, win matches, win titles. So when you do get the chance to have a blood feud 
or somebody in there who's got a different motive other than winning the, ti- the main title belt is interesting. And it means you don't just have to fill your pay-per-views with pointless title matches. You have a couple of title matches, a world title match, a blood feud match, and a Bray Wyatt match. And it just adds a little bit more variety. So that's my first one, and I think everyone knew that was coming. Second one, and this is the only other don't, Again, this freedom with Bray Wyatt. I don't want to say don't do this, don't do that, don't do that. And that's why I've got a few maybes on this list when normally I try and, you know, give definitive answers. This scope. This scope to have a little bit of a play when it's Bray Wyatt because you just don't know what he can come up with. He's got such an incredible wrestling mind. Um, But with that being said, he's got an incredible wrestling mind. He probably isn't as good in the ring as he is at everything else. So I wouldn't have him wrestle too much. And maybe that's being incredibly harsh, but I know the WrestleTalk boys spoke about it on their podcast and, and they thought this too, and I've sort of ripped it off them a little bit. He's not... His in-ring matches aren't great. And that's why when he was in the Wyatt family, it was good because other people could wrestle for him. And look, obviously, that's not to say that Bray Wyatt can't wrestle. I mean, I hate it when people sort of say that. It's, you know, it's disrespectful to people who have got to the very top level of their profession. Bray Wyatt can wrestle, and there have been so many really good matches that have included Bray Wyatt. But I think we'd all agree, we're not interested in seeing him having 20-minute singles matches on every pay-per-view in the same way that I want to see Seth Rollins do that or Kenny Omega do that. It's just not Bray. I'd rather have him as a special attraction. He fights every few pay-per-views. And yeah, there are some people we rip into for that. We rip into Brock Lesnar for not wrestling enough, you know, when he's here full time. But that's Bray. It should be a mystery. It should feel incredibly exciting when you know that you're going to get to see him wrestle. And I think you've just got to limit it. I I I really do. I I don't want to see him overexposed. Give us little snippets. Make sure, though, when you promise that Bray is going to do something, like something happens... You know, that was one of the best things about the Firefly Funhouse. There was always so much to unpack from it. Don't tell us, ah, something with Bray's going to happen on this episode of SmackDown, and then we literally get a one-minute promo that's just very similar to last week's one or something. You know, make sure that when you give us something, you give us enough, because that's one of the most exciting things about Bray. It's the unpacking. It's everybody getting on Twitter and, and getting on podcasts and discussing it and trying to work out what the hell is going on afterwards you know give us something but it doesn't always need to be in the ring i would i'd happily wait months before we see bray wyatt's first in ring match it's not why i'm excited for bray to be back i'm excited for the stories the promos the drama the confusion the incredible reveals all of that sort of stuff don't need to see him in the ring too much but with that being said that's the negative part normally we try and start positive and then go negative but i thought let's get the negatives out of the way let's talk about the do's and the maybes i've only got one do and there's a reason for that i don't think any of us really can say exactly what should happen with the bray character or not because bray's booking is so good i want to see where this goes i don't think any of us could predict it word for word it's going to be so interesting which is why the only do for me give him booking freedom Triple H, just give him an empty script and say, look, as long as, you know, here's the end goal, here's where we want to go with you, and here's where we're starting, you get us there. 
you do whatever you want you tell whatever sort of spooky weird story you want to do we've got the budget to do as much wild and wacky stuff as you want let's just go with it because that's why he fell out with vince vince tried to take over the character vince tried to take credit for the fiend bray didn't like it vince then spat his dummy out and he lost his job for it and we lost one of the most creative minds in wrestling let people do their thing if their thing is creative ideas let him be creative you know the fiend character i don't care what vince tries to say that was all bray and all the bray stuff at the start was amazing until vince tried to come in and ruin it and, and we got burnt fiend and fiend losing in saudi arabia and all of that you know the fiend that started with the firefly funhouse the fiend that had the incredible match with john cena at wrestlemania that was all over the place and that was taking digs at vince mcmahon was, was really good but the rest of it not so much and look i like triple h i really like him as a booker um and i trust him with a lot of things but this should be one of those things triple h you worry about your title belts you worry about your main event picture your roman Reigns stuff you worry about all of that you worry about the business side of things let bray worry about him and he will do an absolutely fine job i think we all know that so i've got a couple of maybes the first maybe is something that was in the do's column but got moved after watching SmackDown. The second maybe, I'm going to get out of the way now. It's a maybe that I think should happen but won't happen. I think they should move him to Raw. I, I love SmackDown, but unfortunately SmackDown is just too good in my opinion. It's two hours, which is very, very easy to watch. It flies by and you've got all your Roman stuff. You've got all your intercontinental title stuff with Gunther, which is amazing by the way and Sheamus it's too good at the moment like and that's obviously obviously it's great but Raw is still a slog Raw as a show is improving massively everything I think has picked up in the last couple of months with WWE it's great you know Raw this past week we had the Bobby Lashley Brock Lesnar stuff and Seth Rollins winning the US title was was great but still for a three-hour show when you've got that two-hour Smackdown on Friday that's so good Raw is lacking. Raw doesn't have the star power, especially now that Cody's gone. I, I just think, right now, your two big draws in WWE are the Bloodline and Bray Wyatt. They're the two things that everybody's most excited for. Have them on separate shows. I'd get Bray on Raw because the Bloodline's already solidified its place on SmackDown. That's where they belong. That's where they've been for the majority of Roman's run since he came back. It's not too late, just bring Bray to Raw. I mean, I think it probably is too late now that they've done the first one on SmackDown, but I'd seriously look to switching it over. I think Raw just needs something. Some uh, Maybe it's harsh, because obviously like the Rollins is great. I love Matt Riddle. The Bobby Lashley Brock Lesnar stuff is obviously exciting. There, like, there is stuff on Raw, but it's so clearly the B show, and when it's an hour longer, if we just had something to be excited for... Like more excited for I, I hope this makes sense I, I know people might disagree with me I mean for me I, I guess it's great because it means I'm so excited for Fridays and I watch Smackdown whereas I sort of just ignore Raw but I want to be forced into watching as much wrestling as possible because I'm a wrestling fan and Raw still feels as good as it is like ah oh, I'll just watch the YouTube highlights whereas Smackdown is must see I just want to see it a bit more balanced but anyway that's in the maybes because I just don't think it's going to happen. So, hey, we'll continue to love SmackDown and hopefully Triple H, 
cut Raw to two hours, do a little superstar shake-up, and I'd be a bit more into it. Um, it is better, though. This isn't trying to rag on, on Raw and Triple H, but I just think your two best acts that are currently available, split them. You've got two shows. Anyway, the last maybe, and this is a really interesting one, and this was the one that I moved. This was originally in a do, and that is The Wyatt Six, a.k.a. Bray Wyatt being in a faction. So Wyatt Six is this thing that's been sort of trending, obviously, because the Firefly Funhouse characters were humans. People were speculating that they'd be played by real wrestlers, such as Liv Morgan being in there, you know, maybe Bo Dallas coming back and being one of the characters, and that'd be a Bray Wyatt faction. Obviously, people are also speculating that, oh, Bray's not the fiend anymore, so maybe we could have the Wyatt family. Obviously, unfortunately, we can't have the full original um, Wyatt family because, unfortunately, Brody Lee's not with us anymore. Um, obviously, Luke Harper, but, you know, like you could do a new style Wyatt family. Maybe you could bring Eric Rowan back. You've got Braun Strowman there already. You could do stuff with that, but I think people are more excited about the idea of the Wyatt Six. The reason I moved it to maybe, though... Bray Wyatt is always awesome in a faction. And obviously, as I mentioned before, with him not wrestling too much, a good thing about him being in a faction is you can change it up a bit. You don't have to have a load of Bray Wyatt singles matches. You can have two Bray Wyatt singles matches a year and four or five Bray Wyatt in multi-man matches a year. And that's absolutely fine. But, unfortunately... Sorry, sorry, no. I shouldn't say unfortunately. It's Bray Wyatt. I'm excited to see where it goes, but... I think the idea of this alter ego personality happening is going to take over the story. I don't think there's room for anybody else in it at the moment. It's got to be Bray and this man with the mask, whether that's Bray or whether it's someone else, but that's what it should be for now. Again, I think the Wyatt Six and the, and the Wyatt family sort of stuff can come into play down the line. This story isn't going to last forever. Um, presumably Bray is either going to be taken to the dark side for a bit or overcome his demons i presume we're going to see him go to the dark side for a bit because that's always the fun side of bray wyatt but after that i mean i'm hoping that bray's in over the long run now i don't want a short bray wyatt run i want him back for you know permanently for as long as possible and having a bray wyatt faction is definitely an idea that if you're ever running low on stuff which i'm sure he won't be but if you ever are it's a very easy way to go bray wyatt cult leader is one of the the favorite bray wyatt characters we've had i think and that's sort of everything. We're at the normal sort of length now, just over 20 minutes. As I've always said, if people are more interested in like longer episodes, let me know, or me like pulling together different stuff. But I kind of love the idea that I just sit down, talk about a specific topic, and we move on. And you just don't know with how mental the wrestling world is right now, what I'll be talking about next time, because so much seems to happen in such a short amount of time. But anyway, thank you all so much for listening. Please do let me know what you think about Wyatt coming back. Um... You know, did you enjoy the return? Was it as good as you expected? Was it better? Where would you go with the character? I think the question I want to know the most is, do you think this masked man is an alter ego or somebody else? But yeah, let me know. Follow everything to do with the podcast, the socials and everything. Please do download episodes, as I've already said before. Thank you very much for listening, and I will see you all next time. Goodbye. <laughs>